Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. about the kingdom and some of the law of the kingdom which kingdom we are now here we are the kingdom of South Africa right but we are here in this room now every single one of us <coughs> have a different kingdom we are citizens of this kingdom but our kingdom is the kingdom of God right and they need to know what we need to do and how to do it, yeah. and when to do it, and when not to do, not what not supposed to do. Sometimes we get so entangled with these affairs of this life, uh, then we get pulled towards this life. Maybe a little movie, a story, a soap opera, the, the TV, or whatever call this this. Uh, shows and then we see things that are not Christian they're not part of our beliefs and our hearts and our minds are thinking those things and the situations and we start applying not the word of God anymore apply the movies principles to our lives oh if I was I I would do that or maybe I could have done something different but they are not principles of the Bible. They are not what Jesus told us to do. It's not what God's word told us to do. What is the kingdom of God? And what is our relationship with it? But Matthew 6, 33 says, Matthew 6, 33 says, that we can say it together. I said it once, and they can say it together again, all together. But seek if yes, said loud. Yeah. Okay. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The same verse Jebby shared earlier. So can we are in tune somehow the Lord. Not me, the Holy Spirit tuning us. It's not us we have any special thing. But you, if you lead or hear the Holy Spirit, will put us together. Wow. And instead of having not symphony, we're getting a symphony, a beautiful melody, like the songs we hear and we dance and, you know. Again, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So that need to discuss now a little bit about these things other than was. What things will other than was? Anybody knows? Godly things? Yes. Ungodly things? No. So we have to follow the voice and the principle of this life. Acts 1 3 says here, to whom also he saw himself alive after his passion. Talking about Jesus. By many infallible proofs. Being seen of them for 40 days. So that is after his resurrection. He went to his disciples and he's been with them for 40 days. Speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Speaking of things not of this world, but of the kingdom of God. Forty days of Jesus teaching you about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is something that to me seems to be somewhat overlooked in some teachings and is fundamentally important to our lives because if we don't know how the kingdom works and there are laws and spiritual laws. So the kingdom, see, God created the world, right? Created Adam and Eve. And He gave all authority to Adam and Eve. Well, what happened? 
we shared this before in some other teachings. Adam got an Eve, he got life from the snake, the devil, Satan, and he gave all the authorities, he became a traitor, he turned all his authority to the devil. So Adam lost the kingdom that we had. He had the kingdom on earth, in the universe, and in heaven, which was in the hands of Adam and Eve, and God and his angels, of course, and Jesus. But he betrayed, so he sold it. He sold the, his first right, birthright. That's very important to make sure in our lives we don't sell cheap what God has given us. Everything we have from God is very, very important. Every God gives you a ministry, life, health, children, anything. is very, very, very important to God and should be as important to you. So everything you do, everything you study, everything you do in your life, should do it all to the glory of yourself. Right? Peter, say it again. All to the glory of God. If you don't understand me, please shake your hand. I can repeat again. If you do understand me and ask a question, please try to answer. Because it's important to have a dialogue here. Because that's why I asked the lights to come. Because I don't want you to put you to sleep. I want you to stay awake. Because it's very, very important class today. It's a very important. I'm not a preacher. I like to share the gospel and the word of God. I'm not an, an evangelist, a thousand people, but I like to see lives, people's lives change but through the word of God. Every day, Rita and I, where we go, you eat in a restaurant, or we eat out, or meeting out people, we always somewhere we're going to have to leave a message. So all of us should do the same. Everyone we meet or we talk should be some hint or love or message from Jesus to them. Even ask him, oh, are you Christian? Yes, or whatever, or something similar. Oh, I can see your smile, you love Jesus. Oh, then they get excited and they say, yesterday actually we went to Hermanos, Rita and I, and we had a, a lunch somewhere, and they server, he was very happy person, a big smile for Zimbabwe, so I'm speaking in English. But I said, oh, I can see Jesus in your life, you had a big, beautiful smile. So he opened up. So we shared the gospel together, we get his phone number, so we got to put him in the list to send them daily devotionals, and he was very, very happy, and we were very happy. Oh, and who else is happy? Yeah. Who? We are happy and Jesus is happy. Amen. And the Father is happy. Because we share the good news with others. That is very, very important. Since actually the COVID, we didn't have church and we started having meetings through the WhatsApp. That is, that's gave birth to over 200 to 300 people that we share the news every morning, five days a week. So, because, and we have a relationship with them, build up, because they heard the gospel. So COVID cannot defeat you. Sickness cannot defeat you. Anything that's happened in the world cannot defeat you. But that's why we need to know the law of the kingdom. We need to know what to do and what not to do. It's very important to know what to not do. Because temptation will come to you and voices will come to you. I will tell you, come on, let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Something like this, you know. I know some of you know. I know you know. I know who you know, you know. But don't do it. It's not good for you. will destroy your mind. will you erase your mind, actually. That thing erase your mind. That's very important. So we need to do the things that are kind, loving, and nice. 
When I say the laws of the kingdom are speaking of spiritual laws, when I say things that are functioning, whether you are aware of it or whether you are not, and if you are not aware of them, I need to learn my limits here. So if I'm not aware of the laws of the kingdom, the spiritual laws, so I need to learn so I know where is my limits is. How many times have I heard people in the dream team in a, in a way here, can share an example here, okay? What really needs to, they start talking about things happen in their lives. And example, somebody could share about the devil, right? The devil this, the devil that, the devil that. We are sharing about the wrong kingdom. We don't share about the devil works. We share it about the kingdom's good works, Jesus' works, Jesus' life. Jesus is alive. He gave us some samples, some principles that we need to follow. One of them is to love one another, example, right? To speak good about other things. To share the positive news. And to share what goodness of the Lord in our lives. And not what is not right, but actually what is right. We can face in our lives Every day, things are not right. But we don't need to share that. We need to share His goodness. Amen. So a lot of things in this world are wrong. Sometimes we say, Oh, I wish I was in the days of Jesus. I wish I was in the days where the disciples were to live the days of Acts of the disciples. Actually, you wish, but actually we have much more here than what they had those days. Maybe they have seen Jesus, they have seen some of the disciples, but they don't have the amount of the Word of God that we have in our lives. First of all, they didn't have the Book of Acts. They did not have the Gospels. What they had, they had a word from each other that heard, yeah. or a letter that somebody wrote. Paul starts writing letters, Peter writing letters. So letters like, if I write to Emily a letter, when I we go to Denmark or whatever, America, I text my letter, I read it to you. That's the way it was these days. So, first of all, we you know we heard about the revelation of Jesus Christ, the book of Revelation. One of the first books, actually, that we saw written was the book of Revelation on printing, because Jesus gave it to John in the, when he was in prison in the island of Patmos. But afterwards, all the other Gospels came, able to write. First, we got the, actually the letters for the, of Paul and Peter, and, all, and then we got the four Gospels. So it was not in the, in the way we have it today. And we should appreciate the Word of God. Because if we lose this Word of God, we lose a lot. Yeah. It's very important to study it, and read, and learn, and grow. Sometimes we say, oh, first is the book of John, Mark, Luke, Matthew, whatever it was. No, they were not that way. Now we have it in the right way to study them and find out what Jesus did in his life here. His resurrection, the disciples, and what happened. And those letters, we need to put them in our hearts and to apply in our lives. Then one day, somebody asked Jesus, somebody, a lawyer, it is in uh, Matthew 22:35. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question. It is important to know what questions we ask in God or each other, not to tempt people. Mm. Tempting him, saying, Master, 
which is the great commandment in the law. This is from uh, Matthew 22.35 to Matthew 22.40. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all your mind. Say with all your mind. Then say to lose your mind. All your mind. This is the first and great commandment. What is this? The, the first. Say it together. The first commandment. That's important. I want to keep you awake. And, uh, and second is like unto it. Unto this. Okay, don't fall asleep. I see you. <laughs> Thou shalt love thy neighbor. <laughs> Who's your neighbor? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love. That's very important that to love your neighbor. Not only when you sit together, yeah. but everywhere. Yeah. These boys here outside, mm -hmm. is your neighbor. Yeah. Do you love them? Yeah. The right way. Watch yeah. out. Don't love them the wrong way. I know I can see your eyes while your eyes speaking. It's very revelatory. But it's good that the Holy Spirit helping us to make sure things are clear. What to do right and what's wrong. That's I says here. If you love me, Jesus says, keep my commandments. And if you don't love your brother that you see, how much you say you love God that you cannot see. So you need your brother. Anyone that is Christian, first of all, it's your bro brother in Christ. Everyone that is not Christian. They're not brother in Christ. It has a very, very, very great potential to become one. Yeah. So don't look at them as somebody stranger. I know sometimes we have problems with our neighbors, with our sisters in the physical realm, or our brothers, or whatever it is, the problem. Yeah. But should step it aside. Allow to be unconditionally. Actually, also, J.B. shared there is about the, you know, the law of love and about the, the, the sermon in the mountain about, you know, it's very, very important to love those who don't love you, right? Yes. And then those who hate you, to what? Love. love them anyway. Okay, Joyce Meyer says, if you have problems with somebody, <coughs> go buy an expensive gift and give it to them. It doesn't mean if somebody beats you and is bad to you, you should love them, but stay away. You don't want to get beaten, maybe then, you know. But still pray for them. Pray for them, they persecute you. Because if you love, one part of the laws of the kingdom, if you love those that love you only, you're not different from the people in the system that love, they love each other, love the family, the kids, some, but we need to love everybody. That's why we're here. This is school of love. We learn how to love the right way. That is very, very important. Because without the word of God, we can do nothing. Our goals and purpose to understand basic truths about the kingdom to live transformed lives. Ignorance destroys us. We must know the kingdom, how the kingdom works. Just because we are in the kingdom doesn't mean we are deriving in the full end of the kingdom. So maybe we are in the kingdom, but we don't know the kingdom, how it works very well. That's why we are here, we share the world, and if you have problems or a question, 
and he got all times. Ask the right person. Example, Emily is always 24 hours in St. Lawrence Pass. We are one phone call away, me and JB and somebody else. We have other leaders. Ask the right people. Don't ask every, anybody else that is not right with God to tell you principles about the kingdom, about God. That is wrong. You get the wrong information. Right? What is the kingdom of God? Psalm 103, 19. His kingdom rules over all. That the Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. One more time, Psalm 103, 19. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. And Psalm 120, bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength and do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word, listening unto the voice of his word. That is very important. And where we can find the word written? In the Bible. Right? Maybe you have a book that somebody wrote. You can read your Bible. You can ask God a question and he tell you where to go and what to do and where to read the word. Then if you need something to read or you need a course to study, go to Emily. Go to Rita. Come to me, to Jebby. Yes. Or anybody else from the leaders of the church. And they can really give you a nice course. We have a lot of material. Actually, according to Andrew Womack, they are available about 200,000 and plus, 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 almost close to 300,000 hours free teachings on net in Andrew Womack's basis. So you can download it, go read it for free. You can have a full education. Rita finished two years of the school, of Bible school, I finished also with her, but more and more than that, they are available there. So, we finish, that doesn't mean we don't study it anymore. We go over and over and over. One good sample Rita is always, everything she reads and studies, she writes down. I cannot do that. I really admire her, I take off my heart to her. <clears throat> but she takes hours and hours on the study. Like first thing in the morning, the job is to send the messages. Second thing in the morning is to get into the Word of God. Get your relationship straight with the Word. Speaking tongues in prayer. Find if you are weak on prayer, if you are weak on tongues, find somebody that is stronger and get with him. Get together and pray together. Hold hands. They can lay hands on you. So you're able to feel that strength of the Lord. I know you have children. I know you have to feed them. You have to do a lot of things. But it's always time to spend with God. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, always goes fine. <clears throat> Second Ephesians, uh, sorry, Ephesians 1, 21, 22. The kingdom includes the church. Ephesians 1.20 That was released when God raised Christ from the dead that exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heaven realm. And now he is exalted. Amen. Who is talking to? Who is talking about? He's talking about Jesus. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously, gloriously enthroned over every name 
that is ever praised are not only in this age but in the age to come this one verse in Ephesians Paul gave it to us 2000 years ago but he says in the end so he knows it's coming but in the age to come today we are the age that was coming at that time and Philippians 2 9 10 says the kingdom has dominion over all wherefore God also have highly exalted him and give him a name above every name and that the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things on earth and things under earth what things we have in heaven anybody any clue God is in heaven and we are here right but above heaven too so we say physically heaven all the stars and universe everything the big stratosphere and everything his name is above that name Amen. and every knee shall bow here too things in heaven and things on earth and things under earth but things under earth we don't know hell is under earth is the earth and paradise is in the under earth that's where the good people Jewish people after they die they were going waiting for Jesus to come and the bad people were going to hell remember the story that Jesus shared about the rich man and the poor man what happened to the rich man went to hell and what happened to the poor man that does not mean that because if you, you have to be poor to go to heaven no means that you need to able to follow the rules of the kingdom to know what God says that shall love that God with all your heart with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself <coughs> this is a golden rule if you don't have these two basic rules maybe you need to get saved maybe you need to learn and keep studying see once you get saved and receive the Lord it's not you finish now, now I'm going to go to heaven, I can't do anything I want. Oh. You still can do anything you want, but your wants, what you want needs to change. And to want the same thing that God wants. What God wants from you and me? I read it before. Say again. Love your Lord. And love your neighbor. Love one another. That's the basic, the basic rule, the basic. If you don't have that, you need to, to be helped. You need to get you saved. Or you need to study more so you can understand what you are lacking from the kingdom. What is it, it is there for you. Now this teaching I'm doing is about, I'm doing now, is about uh, eight hours. And it's about uh, five books. But I cannot do, I can do some highlights. And I hope those highlights, you open your appetite. You know, you ever eat something nice that you like to eat? What do you desire? Uh, tell me what you like to eat. If you, if you eat it and you open your, your appetite. Maki, tell me. Even for Zimbabwean, something really desire. Pap. Pap. So when you eat pap, you want to eat more pop, right? Okay, I like steak. I like well done, not no, no bloody, you know? I like it. So when I eat a piece, I want more. The same with the word of God. For me, it's like a steak. For my wife, God bless her, it's more than steak. She lives with every word that comes out of the mouth of God, and then she eats. She doesn't eat to open her appetite. The appetite is already, already open. It's a good sample for me. You know, I have a, a good lady because when I met her, 
and I was praying for a wife, I wanted somebody that loves the Lord. And actually, he gives me the very best I could ever find. The treasure. Hallelujah. It's a very amazing lady. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. I'm not glorifying her, glorifying Jesus. Hallelujah. But everything you see in our lives is part of Jesus. Amen. When I see you guys here, get tears in my eyes because I see Jesus in you. It's something that Jesus worked in your lives all these years to accomplish what you accomplished. A lot of people when you met go to other churches, but they become more followers of Jesus. Lots of people. But they know about how to love Jesus. And I want you guys to love Him with such a love that more than your lover, your friend, boyfriend, your husband. First thing, my wife li- loves Jesus. Loves God. Then she loves me. And sometimes she loves you more than me, actually. But that's part of life. <laughs> but, you know, because she, you, you are part of the ministry, you know. She loves you, and she wants to see things happening in your life. Her life changes. Okay, where was she? Lord, glory. Okay, the Lord is, okay. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, the rule of sovereign God over all things. Rule, not control. But there's rules. But he doesn't want us to control us. He wants us to follow the rules because we want to, not because we force to. If you feel forced, I have to do it because God won't love me. Maybe Auntie Emily, she won't love me as much. Or these guys are not going to help me anymore. That's wrong. Wrong want. So... You need to love God above and do it because you love God and God loves you. And do it for God. First Peter 3.22 says, Who is going into heaven and is on the right hand of God? Angels and authorities and power being made subject unto him. The kingdom is free from the power of darkness. And Colossians 1.13 says, Who is going into heaven and is on the right hand of God? Listen to this. Angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. What happened? Be made subject. Who are we talking about here? Who are we talking about here in First Colossians? Colossians 1.13, I read it again. Who is going into heaven and is in the right hand of God? Jesus. Say again. Who is in the right hand of God? Jesus. Jesus. Do you believe that? Yes. Speak like you believe it then. Say it. Say it like you believe it. See, sometimes I figure I have to learn myself. I'm learning that also. The enemy comes and makes you to not be so bold. Makes you to, I want to say it loud, it's embarrassing. If you are embarrassing, embarrassed because of the name of Jesus, Jesus will be embarrassed of us in heaven. So we do not need to be embarrassed. We need to be proud to be a Christian. Be proud to confess the name of Jesus. To be proud. To, to tell things about the kingdom. We're proud to be ambassadors of Christ. I don't see here a church gathering here. I don't see people here that coming here to say lullabies and put you to sleep. I see disciples of Jesus. I see a powerful force here that can change the world. Each one of you have the ability to change this world. Each one of you we're able to build the church. Each one of you able to, to change the world. Each one of you can heal the sick. Each one of you will be more than prosperous. Each one of you needs to be more than healed to have health. Each one of you to be strong in the might of power of God. 
He doesn't come here on earth to tell us, if, you know, okay, learn this, learn that, okay, bye-bye. Oh. He came here by his sample and example, taught us how to love others, how to serve others, how to help others. What happened in the Last Supper? The communion. We know the communion. That's very great. But one incident happened before that. Jesus took off all his clothes with a towel around his waist and washed everybody's feet. Jesus says, who is the greatest among you shall be servants of others. Are you a servant? Have you found somebody to serve? I know Peter serves a lot of people. I know I see him in the street when I pass him through some lorries pass. I see him visibly. He's a, somebody you can see here and there and everywhere. In the soup kitchen, here, everywhere, talking to people about Jesus. But everyone will need to be the same. Yeah. And if you're, it's difficult for right now for you, if you're new now, yeah, you have the meetings. Come, go to the meetings with Emily. Also, we can have other life groups soon opening. So you can learn and get trained and get helped, and then you can be the ambassador mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ. What does the kingdom consist? Jeremiah 33:25. That said the Lord, if my covenant be not with day and night, and I have not appointed the ordinance of heaven and earth. So, the covenant is there for us day and night. And if I have not appointed the ordinance of heaven and earth. So, the kingdom consists of king and his subject and his laws. Covenant. Principles, promises, and proclamations. So, the kingdom has principles, promises, and proclamations. A law, a truth that is eternal, governs creation, and establishes order and foundation for living. So, a law is a truth that is eternal, governs creation, and establishes order and the foundation for living. Now, I'll take one for Sir Lord's Pass. One guy from Stellenbosch and one from America, United States. I put them in the highest buildings. And I push them down from the building at the same time. Who's going to go first down? Say at the same time. Who said that all of them? Yeah, all of them. That's right. That's right. All of them. Thank you for at least speaking. Thank you. I like that. Because why? Yeah, but why? It's the law of gravity. It's the law that God has created since the beginning of Earth, since the universe. See, this law of gravity is an example. It could be cancelled. If we make the Earth about 3% smaller or 3% bigger, the whole universe will fall apart. It's important to understand this thing. Everything will collapse. So everything being created by God, they are perfect. The whole universe stays together and everything moves the way God has created it. And the way God intended to be. Sometimes we say, oh, this meteor is a star that falls or something. Everything has purpose in the kingdom of God. Everything we do has a purpose. Like an example. If, you, if I give you a brand new car, and you start driving, you know, very fast. You go 
and to 200 kilometers. We have a law, right? Of the government. What the law says? 120 maximum, some places 80. So you're driving with 200 kilometers, you're breaking the law. The law, if it doesn't see you, cannot stop you. Yeah. If you don't have accident, it cannot stop you. But if you bang your car on the wall and you get killed or get hurt, and after you get better, take another car and drive in the same speed, you have learned nothing. That's why we have the laws, so we're able to learn and apply it to our lives. I know we're all breaking the law sometimes, and driving faster than we're supposed to do, Emily. <coughs> but we have laws of the kingdom that we cannot break them. God will not stop us. Like, we, you know, there is some things that we do or we don't do. Say, God says to not do certain things in our lives, right? But we keep doing it. Cannot stop us. But we pay for the consequences. So we have to follow the law of God. I have to love. I do things in love. Not carnal love. Not carnal, carnal thinking. Now what is a principle? That's why we talk about the law. A principle is a revelation of declarations that explains how the law works. The law of the kingdom should affect men. Principles are subject to man's free will. Now we have a principle here in the school. It's Sister Emily, Pastor Emily, right? She has certain principles and rules in the school. She cannot force it. You have to follow freely. We are here in the church, we have rules. We have coffee in the morning, we don't have coffee afternoon. So we have to follow that rule, that principle. We break the principle, a principle, we have to do it for everybody. Example, if it's a good one. If it's a bad one, don't do it to anybody else. Spiritual law will govern your life one way or another. But God's principle, wisdom, can teach you how to live correctly in the context of kingdoms of law. Do you understand? Okay, how many of you understand me now? Understood what I said so far? Raise your hand. You girls, raise there. You understand me? All right. I want to make sure you guys you are yeah. following. At least even five or six people following, that's good. It's enough. The five, six people that raise their hands, go afterwards and ask them. They will teach you. <laughs> uh, that's why a wise man learns from others. Right? Yeah. So, a wise man learns for his own mistakes. But the wiser man learns from the mistakes of others. You learn, go and learn, because your life will be, if you follow some of the examples here, if you love your neighbor as yourself, even sometimes it's difficult to love your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's very, 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 very But you should love them anyway. Especially guys, if you live in, a, in, a, in the, your little houses here, next to each other, you hear the world speaking to you. You hear the screaming, the shouting, the stuff, and all this, the good, the ugly stuff. But you still pray for them. You start to pray for them. In Romans 11:16 says, "For the if the first fruit be holy, the lamb is also holy. And if the root be holy." So are the branches. So if the fruit of a tree is holy, right, it's good. Like if you get a good tree and get some nice fruits, right? 
The fruit shows how the tree is good. If the fruit is bad, there is something wrong with the tree. So we have to make sure we are learning and following, keeping it. Like, you can learn from anybody, but you make sure you learn the right things from, every, from anybody or everybody. For some people, you have to learn principles of life. Some, from some others, what not to do. So sometimes you have to do some things that is good, but sometimes in the TV you're watching things, things to not do. Because sometimes they make it so dramatic, so nice, so romantic, so loving, oh yeah, you feel like dazzled. But actually the true life is not like this. True love is love your neighbor as yourself. Galatians 4 1 says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be the Lord of all. But when Jesus was born, was a baby, newborn baby, we know he was God, right? But he was a child. He was had no authority. He was under the authority of his parents till he grew up. And he started his ministry when he was 30 years old. So that we have to understand that, you know, that's uh, really sometimes like the king of England, the queen of England, you know, that she died, passed away now, right? Her son, he's born the same age of my sister, yeah, he did not become a king, he did not have power. When he was child, he was heir, had, he had authority, he had power, he had money, he had everything that he could inherit. But till now she died, he could not become a king. No, Charles became a king now when Elizabeth died. So the same thing with all of us. So when you are born again, so like no offense for anybody, okay? Like I say, how many you are a Christian? How many years you are Christian, Emily? Ten years. Okay. Is anybody more? Okay, I say me. Okay, I put myself. In, not offend anybody. I'm about 40, almost 40 years, 40 plus years, a Christian and missionary. But in these 40 years, there was a 10 years that I passed, you know, example, the first one that I was learning. And I was, sometimes I was growing, sometimes not growing. But I was 10 years, but I was behaving as two years old, you know, because I haven't learned that's supposed to know that in the 10 years. Now you can be 40 years a Christian and you still be two years old or one year old. So that's why we need to study the Word of God as everything depends on study the Word of God and of God. You know the new holy, right? Has anybody left a pot in the, in the, in the fire in the kitchen that burning? No, eh? Your food is already taken care of home. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, let's, let's wrap it up. So 1 Corinthians 15.45 says, And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Quickening spirit means a life spirit. So, so the first, the first man Adam was made a living soul, but the second one he was quickening spirit. How be it that was not the first which is spiritual, but which is natural, and after that is spiritual. So you guys born first physically, and then you born in the spirit when you receive Jesus. I will stop it over here now. Because I want you guys to understand 
we are carnal born in the flesh. So when we accept Jesus in our hearts and receive him as Lord and Savior, what is happening? Happening something similar what your father and mother did, but in the spirit, not physically. When you're born again, God's spirit, when he asks Jesus, come into my heart, fill me with your love and spirit, forgive my sins. His spirit comes in you with your spirit, and you become a child of God. So, John 1.12 says, As many as receive him, Will you say it loud, sweetheart? I love your voice. Can, all, all to, can you help her, guys? She's shy. All together. John 1 12. For as many to them gave he power to become child of God. Girl, child, woman, whatever you are, you are a child of God. Because that time you been born when God's spirit comes to your spirit. The same what God's spirit comes to Mary. And what happened to Mary? She conceived Jesus. Right? The same thing happened to us in our spirit. So, you are not somebody to be despised. Don't let the world despise you. You are a child of God. You belong to Jesus. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.